Support for the Soccer Fitness Experience is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in the business for men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Now, Manscaped just sent us their Performance Package 4.0, and boys from personal experience, trust me when I say that, your balls will thank you. If you want to have the best below-the-waist grooming experience on Earth and support this show, join us and over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with promo code SOCCER20 at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com, promo code SOCCER20. What is up, soccer players? Welcome to this latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my man, man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? I am well, man. I am well. I'm excited. EPL is this, um, this Friday. Your team, Arsenal, is going to play Crystal Palace, I believe. Uh, it's um, Crystal I heard, Palace I, I read. I read you guys got Jesus. Hopefully, Jesus. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on Jesus, to be honest with you, but. They said like he 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 covers ground and he does the the dirty work, but we'll see if he if he's a actual goal scorer, pure goal scorer for Arsenal. I'm excited to see him there. Um, Yo, he's he's looking he's good. Down. He's looking good. He's looking good. I I I've am. Never heard he is our number said, nine. I've never heard anyone said that about Jesus ever. He's he he's is our good. number nine. Like really? I I am. I, I I was I was shook at sold. first. Yeah, hundred percent sold. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see that Friday. <laughs> we'll see that on Friday and how he's it is. man. Trust. So I actually I don't know if I told you, but I I've been on a little soccer tour here. Um, I, I saw Everton versus Arsenal in person, uh, in Baltimore two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. Oh, I forgot. And, it's preseason. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and fast. Uh, Fast, so right? so quick, so, so me, me and my buddies, me uh, me and my friend Kyle went, and my buddy Cam went, um, and we we managed to sneak into the lower bowl for the Ooh. match, and we are right on the corner flag where uh, Arsenal is attacking for the for the first half, and these players up close and person, it's insane, in- it's insane, insanely fast, so quick, the body faints, the f- the touch, the touches, man, it's. Oh man, it is. Let me I, tell like, you, I, I'm lacking in words because it's that. I, crazy. I know exactly what you mean because when I went, when when Liverpool came to to do their preseason game with um um with Roma, with Roma um at, at um, Fenway Park, mm. and I went and watched, and I was shocked. Mm. And it wasn't even the starters. The starters came. I came a little bit like late so mm-hmm. the starters were alexander arnold virgil van dyke uh but like players like Mane, they weren't there like um o- origi was there so these are the players but they had like the young kids playing and i was just shocked by how mm. fast these guys were mm. not just yeah. like the speed not just the dribbling speed, but the actual decision making. Yeah, just how fast it. I was like, I was. I'm watching the game. I put my head like my friend was like, he's not a big soccer fan. He's like, yo, why are you like shot? I'm like, dude, don't you understand what's <laughs> happening here? This is a preseason game, 
And it's the the the, the decision making, the body thing, the speed at which those guys run is just so fast. Like, yeah. and then this is how I knew he was fat. Like, I was watching a game and I was just shocked by how fast it is. And then the next week, I went to watch an MLS game. Mm. It just puts you compare, just just show you the comparison. <laughs> I showed up like MLS I was like, now. What it's, am I watching here? Why is this guy taking yeah. like two hours to do a pass? Like, oh, these guys are slow. This is how fast this guy playing, man. Yeah, the yeah, level yeah. of intensity is just. I was in awe. I was in awe. I was... And then, um, oh yeah, I don't, I don't know if I told you, but last weekend I, I went to see El Clasico in Vegas, and bro, Ooh. that was a, an amazing experience. And we, we actually had an interesting seat. Um, I was sitting almost behind one of the goals, and we were pretty high up. Oh my god. Ooh. It was incredible to see all the players as they're changing positions when they're like doing their runs and patterns of play. And it it was incredible, right? And I was like, man, this is preseason. Lewandowski just there, like, he literally landed with the team like Jesus six man. hours ago. He already knows where to be. Rafinha, he just joined the team last week. He knows where to be. And yeah, it was incredible. It was incredible. These I gotta players- watch a couple games. I gotta watch some highlight with Lewandowski and how and how well he does as a striker for Barcelona. I th- I thought he looked great. I Is thought he looked great. Strikers for Barcelona, like you know, like they they need to have they be they need to be crafty. If they don't have the ball control, like yeah, it's the same system, like hold the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball. But I don't see Lone Dusk as that kind of player. Uh, no, no, he is really because like remember when he was on on uh, Dortmund's. He was almost acting as, I mean, yeah, he was a he was a striker, but he was he was creative at Dortmund as well. Oh. He wasn't just a a target man at Bayern. I mean, you have creativity he was a, he everywhere. Was strictly so. target man. Yeah, but at Barcelona, he was dropping in. Oh. He was making plays. Rafinha and Dembele were running through. He was feeding. It was. So I was one impressed. guy. There was one guy. Uh, uh, one player that. I was very concerned when he moved to Boston. I was, I was like, damn, he's not like, he's clinical, but he doesn't like dribble and hold the ball kind of thing. And then he came in and he was just like absolute fire. Suarez, mm. man. Oh, yeah. Suarez yeah. was absolute fire from day one. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. this is a world-class player right there. Like, Because mm-hmm. in Liverpool, he wasn't holding the ball a lot. Like, he was just very clinical with his finish. Mm-hmm. But you put him in a team where the midfielder do their job and all he has to do is just like take like two dribbles and shoot. So I used to do these things where his run pattern used to confuse players. Yeah, and he had a weird change of direction. Yeah, I I, no, no. I saw I saw him do that in the game, and I tried to. I did it in the game, and he worked. <laughs> oh, really? He's really following me. So I think that I'm. I, I I made a run as I'm going inwards, and then I went out. And yeah, the it's, it's went out, and then I, I. I mean, I created space. I was like, oh shoot! Like, so I always did like, that. It's like his hips are going one way, but his legs start to go another. It's. it's- all right, well, let's let's get into today's episode. Today, we have an interesting topic that's probably very familiar to a lot of listeners to this show. We are talking about why, if you are a player, 
and you're doing individual training, whether it be on the side or during the off season or whenever, really. And you go and rejoin your team and you realize that whatever you were just training and you gave all that hard work and dedication to and effort to, it's, it's not showing up on the field. Today, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some reasons behind it and what you can do to improve your training habits in general. Um, Berg, what's, what's, I mean, have you gone through this at all? Like, give us some background as to, um, I have not, have no, I haven't played professionally, so I, or semi pro, so I've not gone through this as much. Um, but I've, I've had players message me and say, Hey, man, I've, you know, I'm training hard, I'm training hard, but in, I go on a pitch and I, I don't see any result. Like, I'm like the same. So then I go a little bit, you know, start, you know, digging deep because, you know, players think because they train is suppo- everything's supposed to be transferable. And then you, you you dive a little bit deeper into their training and you realize, oh, okay. So the first thing I asked a kid, I said, hey, okay, so season just started. What were you doing this summer? Oh, you know, I was just working on dribbling, working on my touch. You know, and I was like, were you training by yourself? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. Um, you know, how'd you train your first touch? How do you do this? How do you do that? It's like, well, you know, it's just like I do wall work and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, okay, that's that's one way to do it. But, you know, it's close environment where you got to have open environment. And I'm like, how's your speed? How's your things? I mean, I did like sprint drills all the time. And then, like, I show up to training, this is my speed hasn't really improved that much. And I'm like, okay, so h- how is your – to run me to your your workouts? Well, you know, just – just I just work out by myself. I just work with the ball a lot by myself. And then I'll just – every, like, Sunday, I'll play, like, intense game with people. And I'm like, oh. Mm. I was like, did you do any sort of, like – training at all like workout like to physically condition yourself and then i was like no he's like no i didn't do any of that i was like all right, well that's the first thing he said you 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 haven't had a, an actual programming and by that i mean really really tailor all your workouts not just the gym stuff where you're lifting weight but also like the stuff that you do with the ball like all that stuff need to be tailored needs to be specific depending on how close you are to competition like if you spend your whole off season and your workout is all over the place some days you do this some days you do that you know you spend two weeks doing this two weeks doing that well you know if if your if your workout your training focus is all over the place don't be surprised if you go on a pitch and your result is like all over the place as well Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's gotta be you gotta have something well programmed that you know like the first i don't know three weeks of off season you're doing this and this is what yeah. you're doing um and then as you get closer and closer to the day you start ramping things up mm-hmm. um and he didn't have like a structured programming at all for his stuff mm. so there's there's two layers to this and i i want to hammer down layer one which is the base layer which is you need a plan a plan not a plan that's in your head 
No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an idea. Hey, listen, a lot of people have I I have plenty of ideas. Mm-hmm. Plan means it's written down on paper, in your phone, something, right? Mm-hmm. We're not even talking about right now the quality of the plan. We're just talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. What are we doing? Once we start to get that down, you're automatically going to start to think a little bit more critically. You're going to be like, wait, well, if I'm training endurance on Wednesday, maybe I don't want to do speed on Thursday because my legs might be tired. Yes. So maybe I'll do speed on Monday. And guys, as players, you you know this. Yeah, we know the science behind it. But you guys, you you play every week, every day almost. Mm -hmm. You, you know how your body feels and reacts to things. And chances are, you know what your body can handle day to day. So there's no reason for you to not lean into your experience by just simply writing things down. Even things such as, oh, I want to work on my first touch. Well, what does that mean? You know, right? Like you said, Berg, doing mm-hmm. wall work. It's a great drill, but it's a closed drill. It's a closed drill. What about, you you know, doing closed drills on one day and open drills on another day? Exactly. That way you can do both. Hmm. What about doing closed drills like a wall at home where you can just hop in your basement or outside and use the wall at any time? And when you go to the field, you do more open things when you have help around you. Hmm. So, yeah, like, what what do you think? So that's like the basis of making a plan. But how can players optimize their plan? What do you think? I honestly is just there's so many resources out there, but I would say like just get the help of a of a strength and conditioning coach or somebody that that get 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 the help. Like talk to your coach, ask your coach about hey I need some some guided training for the summer, mm. for the off season. Like talk mm. to your coach if you don't have a coach. Like try to have conversation with um somebody on the, in the internet that's that can actually help you because if you don't know this stuff by yourself then it's just you're just gonna be like doing trials and error and you know, ideas some, it's just ideas and sometimes it may not work if you don't have the especially if you knew right you don't have experience being like like working out on your own and stuff it's just gonna be trial and error just or it, better yet, like find somebody you know who does this. Like find a player mm. that you know has like a structure, and just like ask that guy to work out with you in the summer. Yeah, yeah. That way you just follow whatever he does because he's got everything's dialed in. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's a and- that's another way. That's a that's that's the cheapest way, and I would say like effective way too. Like that's the cheapest way and better effective way to do this because now you have two people you can work on better drills and you can learn a little bit from that person as opposed yep. to you going in by yourself and just and i i don't know about you man but every time i train by myself if i structure my things for like 30 minutes i'll probably spend 15 minutes structuring and then the rest of the 15 minutes i'm just like doing whatever Mm. Eh, it's it's about you know also like knowing yourself like you know that about yourself so now you can if you wanted to go out and train you would know that in the back of your head and be like oh well i know i'll do this if i really plan for this so i'm going to do that instead right Mm -hmm. so it's also about knowing yourself right and knowing what you need 
to train as an individual versus as a group. Because like, for example, for me, if I want to really push endurance, like I know I can't do that by myself. Oh. I know I need, I need something or somebody with me. Right. So I'm not even going to put that in my program mm -hmm. without, you know, having other people around. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's about knowing yourself too. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another point where your training won't show up on the pitch is if it's lacking in intensity mm. and you probably know who you are if you're a player um, because chances are your coach has also told this to you as well. Mm -hmm. It's it's tough to do individually. And again, I like I just said, I, I am very much a, a, a guilty person when it comes to not training with intensity if I'm on my own. But there are things you can do to make sure your intensity level stays high. Um, for example, if you're running, let's say laps, right? You're saying let's do four laps plus four laps is eight total. Um, I'm going to make sure that every lap I do, I run under a minute 45 mm -hmm. and I'm going to set a timer. And when there's 10 seconds left, my timer is going to go off. And that means if I'm not to the end, I better start sprinting because I have to make the time. Um, everything really even passing shooting yeah. it has to be intense it has to be focused otherwise when you're on the field now your focus is on being focused and having intensity and you you can't apply both right you can't be like okay i haven't been intense in six weeks and i haven't done this drill in six weeks so i'm gonna do but no it's not gonna work that's why your training isn't showing up is because yeah. when you're training you're not intense enough so now you got to do both and it, it just doesn't work Everything is trainable. Anything can be replicated. Uh, anything you, you do on the training ground is the intensity at which you prepare is the intensity at which you're going to show up in the game. Mm -hmm. Because if you go in a game and try to be mad intense, it's not going to be familiar for you. Right? So what's yeah. going to happen is not only that you're going to get the, the, the mental overload, but also your body, <laughs> you're going to get physically, you're going to get more tired. Mm. Because you're not used to train to to doing this intense stuff. If you do the intense stuff in training, then you show up in real game. Then you, you playing intense in real game. That's like normal for you. That's that's like your your comfort level. That's normal. But if you wishy washy with training and then you show up, for example, I'll give you a clear example. <laughs> I'll give you a clear example. I was uh, we had this game with this team. Right. So are we training? Uh, coach is training us and coach is like screaming at us. Jean-Michel, Jean-Michel is screaming at us. Like, Why are you guys like so soft with the training? This and that. And people are not like, man, it's a, it's a Sunday game. Man. Relax, <laughs> man. Relax. It's a Sunday game. Relax. We showed up. These guys meant business. Mm. This guy meant business. They show up. They talking trash. Oh, like they making fun of the keeper. They're oh. tense. Like every coming at us full speed. They screaming. It's, everyone's communicating. Then we showed up. We're like, oh shoot! <laughs> like these guys are intense. Look at the, the 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 way they're moving. The way they're creating space. Like they're not messing around. Nope. But we were in train. We we spent the whole week not training like this. So now now we have to play catch up. We're like we have to play as intense as them. Yep. And oh, a lot of substitution. 
Yeah. Because yeah. we all got mad tired. <laughs> yeah. Because we spent the whole week messing around. We're in training. Chilling. Like, and like to the intensity level that we were supposed to be training. Nope. So it's it's not it's a it's a matter of preparation. Your preparation dictates the kind of result you're gonna get. So if you're not training with intensity, if you're trying to do intensity in the game, so either you're gonna get mentally tired, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes, or you're just gonna get oh also you get physically tired. Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean intensity is relative too, right? Like if you're talking Sunday league and not even yeah. Sunday league, Sunday pickup, it's like no, you you actually you don't have to be that intense, right? If, you, if you're just an adult that's like kind of just playing here and there or whatever, it's like, yeah, that's that's honestly fine. If you have aspirations that are more intense than that, then yeah, your intensity has to match your level of play, whatever it is. Man, I say the opposite. I say always train with intensity because even if okay. you're playing pickup, you know that some days you show up in a pickup and then you got some dude who thinks he's like, running stuff <laughs> and then now uh, he's challenging everybody and his energy now everyone's talking crap because he started it now everyone's talking trash mm. at the same time now you gotta mm. show up you never That's know some days That's in pickup it's just relaxed people are chilling and someday one guy showed up and he he's ready to like run stuff and he's talking trash you're like oh okay now we gotta bring it because this That's... guy <laughs> you always gotta be ready for pickup <laughs> for pickup That's... That's a good point. That's Especially good when point. those college players shows up. I some there's something about pickup when when the ah, D one yeah. and D two kids showed up, everyone wants to play intense all of a sudden. That's <laughs> because true. He, because he's playing well and you can't you can't let him show you up. So now you have to you have to kick things up a notch. Yeah. I love when those young young college kids show up because uh and they like to play with each other too. Mm, I love when they, they show up. Like, yeah yeah, let them play with each other. They, Come on, they let's got go. A, they, they run in mini squads. Yeah, man. they run in mini squads, right? It's like, yeah, let them, bro. And I'm like, yo, let them play with each other. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Because <laughs> the moment I see that, now I'm like, all right, I, I don't really want to play against this guy and see what they <laughs> what they about. Oh, man. Um, yeah, let's... We, we got two more really good tips for you guys, and they, they go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Before... They're they're good. They're really yeah. good. But let's hear from our sponsors really quick that help this show go, and we'll be right back. Vitruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy-to-use velocity-based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training, showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruve today. The Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast is an official partner of Concussion Corner Academy, a 12-week program designed for the working healthcare professional looking for top-notch educational content in the concussion sector. So if your rehab provider wants to learn more about concussion evaluation and treatment, check out the link in our show notes. All we ask is if you like what you see and want to enroll, use our affiliate link in the description to help support the show. Okay, we are back here and Berg, we got really two two really good tips. Um, what's number one? Because I I mean this is an important one. I so think that one is uh, not specific. You're not the workouts and the 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 on field stuff that you're doing is not specific enough for your position. 
Like I've seen it all the time. Like guys have a um, high school athletes too, specifically. Like they they spend uh, 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 high school and college athletes. They spend the summer. Um, they playing games while they playing and they training, but you know they're not really like at some point you gotta do stuff. The closer the season comes, like you gotta do stuff specific to your position. For example, mm. if you're a midfielder, you're doing conditioning drill, right? You're not just gonna do like interval training only. Like that's mm-hmm. that's one aspect of it. Like if you're a midfielder, just think about your stuff. Like just think about sometimes you have the ball. And sometimes you don't have the ball. So you have to do your conditioning where you, not only that, you're running with the ball and then you 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 have a, a few seconds where you're running with the ball and a few seconds where you're not running with the ball. Like you mm. got to incorporate the ball as well in your conditioning. For, if you're a fullback, you know you're running up and down the field all the time. So part of your conditioning has to be like long distances. And then if yep. you want to even make it more specific, start running long distances back and forth, back and forth. And then the last three, four runs, add some crosses onto it because odds are when you're in a game, you're going to have to make some crosses while you're gassed up. Mm. And mm. you got to be able to maintain your focus and do that cross. It's the same thing that we we talked about earlier. The lacking intensity. Well, same th- here. Same thing. You sometimes in a game you gotta make some crosses while you're tired, so you have to train that. That's part of your conditioning as well. Mm-hmm. Same thing with soccer. It's soccer, um, but same thing with soccer. Same thing with forwards. A forwards a little bit. Sometimes back and forth. Sometimes it's uh you 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 doing a hold up play and you turn. Sometimes your conditioning has to mimic those positions, so you're like really conditioned for this stuff. And that's one mm-hmm. thing I see a lot. Like kids just play the game, right? But it's, sometimes it's not the, the the focus of it is not fully dialed in on their position. And then when season come, you know they get a little bit they they're not as crisp as they need to because the training lacked in specificity during the off season. I, I agree with that, and I want to add on that positions often change on the field, right? Like one day you could be a center forward, the next day you could be a, a, a wide player. What's more rare to change than your position is your role. Oftentimes, regardless of your position on your field on the field, your your role is relatively the same. Um, for example, let's look at Sadio Mane, right? Mm-hmm. If he plays left wing for Liverpool, I mean, he's on Bayern now, but let's say he's playing left wing for Liverpool versus playing center forward. Mm-hmm. He's still the same player. He's still training or he he's still doing almost the same actions. It's just in a different position, right? Mm-hmm. So know your role too, because if you're someone who, regardless if they're playing right back or and right wing or defensive midfielder versus attacking midfielder or left wing versus center forward, chances are you're doing somewhat of the same actions, just in a different area of the pitch. And Mm -hmm. if you focus on, let's say, you know, crossing as a wing back or something like that, because you're like, yeah, coach told me I'm going to play wing back next year. um, So I got to do a lot of crossing, which you may be correct. But what if you're more of a inverted fullback and now you're more of a creator on the inside, right? Well, those are the same positions, but a different Mm. role. So um, talk to your coaching staff. Make sure you know the difference between what my position is versus what my role is. Because 
roles often don't change, but day to day your position can change, your formation can change, and you don't want to over rely and, and try and do too much or try and train the wrong things when you can have a little bit more clarity. Mm, okay, that's well said. What's the last one? What's the last one we got? Last but not least, this is kind of in in opposition to our our previous point. Um, That first point we just discussed was not being specific enough. And our next point is being too specific. And I was kind of going at this more from a a physical angle Mm -hmm. being, let's say, you know, you want to work on pace, right? You want to work on speed. So during the summer, you do nothing but speed for 12 weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to yeah. work. I, I, had a play, I had a kid who messaged me and said, I did nothing but speed. And, you know, it's just nothing happened. Yeah. So. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I was, how old was I? I was 24. And I wanted to improve my anaerobic fitness. So all I did conditioning for 12 weeks. No, it was longer than that. Maybe 16. Because it was during COVID. I did 20 seconds running, 40 seconds walking. I was like, I want to be the most anaerobic player on the field. And I was like, all right, it's time to play in this co-ed league or whatever. And I go on the field. Literally every single match, minute 12, I was gassed. Oh, man. Because all I did was train for 12. It was at a high intensity. Yeah, but all I had was 12 minutes in. So I started thinking like, oh. I've been just training on this for so long. I'm really good at it. But from a, a conditioning perspective, that was really incomplete yeah, because there is so much more. So uh, there was there wasn't enough aerobic. There wasn't enough sprinting. And you have to have everything together to make a comprehensive package. And if you're only training one thing for a variety of, of weeks, for a multitude of weeks, the other ones are getting worse. Yeah, it's 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 well said. It's I, I know I know exactly what you mean. Like I train, I train for like anaerobic all the time too, and 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 short bursts of sprint. Um, so when it comes to like me making a run, boom, I'm there. But after you make that run, and then you have to like sort of like jog back to get back into your position. Like, it's like, oh god. Yeah, it's like the hardest. Like, and your what's what's that? I forgot the words. Like, your recovery is is it takes so much longer for you to recover to catch your breath because you're just not you're just not used you're just yeah. not used to it. You just made a run, a quick mm-hmm. one, and then yep. took a shot. Keeper blocked it and sent it. Now you have to like run back or jog back to your position. You're like, oh my god. You're like, you can you get to your position? You're like. <sighs> Yep. And next thing you know, boom, yep. like these are pass and you got to make a run again. It's like, oh my God. Yep. And that's why you get gassed up like or not like 20, 30 minutes in. Like I haven't played soccer in like three weeks. I guarantee you, I go back next week. Don't let me play in the midfield because <laughs> I, I, I won't be able to do it. And it, it could also be the opposite too, right? And sometimes you see this with midfielders of, Oh, you know, like I need to get my conditioning up. I'm going to go run three, four miles. Well, congratulations. Now you can run literally from box to box at a pace of six miles per Mm -hmm. hour. But the second you have to do an anaerobic sprint, you're gassed. gassed. So 
yeah, it, it goes both ways. And soccer is tough because you have to train. It's one of those rare sports where every single Everything part needs to train. on yeah. speed, you conditioning, you, you got to train it. You, you got to do it all. Yeah, that's why this, that's why I like the sports, man. Like the the, the way it is, like you got to train aerobic and anaerobic. Yep, so so true. It's, it's so, so a demanding true. sport, one of the demanding, most demanding sports out there, man. Mm-hmm. In terms yeah. of like how like the the conditioning that you have to put to your body, it's tough. Like some of it's these tough. guys, man, they like uh, I remember, um, like few instances where I was like in tip top shape, man. And when I was younger, like I had the cardio, I had the speed and mm. I wasn't doing any, well, I was doing training, but not specifically for soccer. Cause we were just like, um, they put us, we had like physical education doing school. Mm. So some weeks mm-hmm. we'd be like, which we doing sprints and some other weeks we're doing like half marathon so we will be literally fit to play soccer because we one week we do spread one week we do like marathon training so when i was Mm. playing oh man i used to never get tired yeah they used to call me four lungs i used to never get tired (laughs) yeah (laughs) they used to call me four lungs i used to never get tired because i was like tipped up in condition now i'm trash now man i start running around my lungs are burning I was like, damn, like they used to call me four lungs. <laughs> now I got one lung. <laughs> now you got one. <laughs> I got one. And Seriously. you're wondering, no, does one lung have COVID or something? Because like, no. So what right. it is was like, I'll work out. I'll do physical. I'll, I'll lift weight for you. But for me to go outside and do like actual soccer training, when I need somebody with me. Like I'm not gonna mm. do this by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes like, sense. I'm, I ain't gonna makes do sense. this by myself. Yeah. And I need. I have a partner, which is my dog, but I need like an indestructible ball because like <laughs> once he gets a hold of that ball, it's over. It's done. And I gotta buy another one. Huh? Huh. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all we got for you guys today. In, in in summary, you know, make sure you guys train at intensity. I think you could train at the intensity that you know you're gonna play at berg says always train at high nah, intensity always be that's ready fair. man you know that okay. saying always be ready okay um, real madrid might come calling huh you gotta be honest if they come what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna point. do huh that's a good point. <laughs> exactly um and again make sure you guys have a comprehensive program um whether it's soccer or fitness train all aspects of your game don't be too specific because you do have to be well-rounded and as for me, I want you to be just, just to time well the kind of training you're doing. The further away you are from competition, the more generalized thing needs to be. And the closer you are to competition, the more specific it needs to be. And then for for the specificity aspect of it, you got to do drill for your position as well. The conditioning drills, uh, even the sprinting drill, do all those stuff for your position so that way you are super prepared when 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 season comes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. And hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll see you all next week. Peace out.